Hey there, I wanted to start out this episode with a visit to the Horrible Movie Mailbag. That's right, we will read your email on the air. If you will email us at jack at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Uh, that's the Horrible Movie Mailbag. Also, if you want some audio on the air, you can call us on the Horrible Movie phone at 417-319-4677. First, let's get to the Horrible Movie Mailbag. Let's start with Victoria Yuja. She writes, OMG, I just finished episode 13, and that's the Twilight episode. I think by far it's been the best you have done. Your wife and the other lady, and she puts, don't remember her name, sorry. Uh, Actually, that's Laurie Chester on that episode uh, with my wife Amanda. They were just, and she puts, effing hilarious. I'm going to assume she means freaking hilarious because they were. Uh, She says, I laughed so hard and loved every second of it. You should invite them on more often, perhaps for the rest of the Twilight Saga. Uh, You know, the Twilight Saga in general, Victoria, uh, I could do every one of those movies uh, and be glad to do it. Uh, Watching them hurts me. It physically hurts me to watch the acting. Uh, The action is horrible. Uh, It makes my teeth hurt, and not in some weird vampire way. Uh, It just makes my teeth hurt to watch that whole mess, that dumpster fire of a mess. Anyway, uh, Victoria, thank you so much. And folks, again, if you want some email on here, just email me, jack at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Without further ado, here's your episode. Hey, Keith's like full of knowledge. Like, oh my god, like in a at a scary level. Right. Well, that's that's why we've got a segment basically where he tells us stuff we don't know. Yeah. And then we've got a segment where we try to stump him with trivia, and he just nails it. So, I mean, because I'm like, this has to be part of the show. Exactly. Try, trying to stump Keith is just. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, guys, welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. This is our midweek edition. Uh, we have Larry Lytle. Larry. Welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here, Jack. Um, I'll tell you, um, we were just talking about Keith Moncrief. Yes. And you were talking about your, your I, I will keep calling it a show. Tell, tell the audience a little bit about your what you have going on, your website, and then that, that sh- again, I keep calling it a show. Basically you, a show. You yeah. Know, go, can, tell us about it. Sure. Um, I've got a website called geekycool.com and cools with a K just because cool with the C was actually taken. And, and yeah. then I thought, well, cool with a K. I mean, that's like cool in the gang or something <laughs> like that. And, yeah. and then of course, some of our listeners are going, who's cool in the gang. So, but, um, so no, I, I created this website and the whole idea was there's a lot of geek websites out there. But what I kept running into was there was no geek website I could really let my kids look at and feel really secure because a lot of them had links to very inappropriate things for kids their age. So I wanted to create my own and do that. My also, in the back of my head was if I create a website, maybe San Diego Comic-Con will let me in there for free. That would be phenomenal, but (laughs) that has not happened yet. I doubt if that happens. So, but so we got this website. We talk geek. Um, we've got some different writers that are part time with us, and uh, what we do is we we talk about anything that's coming up geek wise. We put on movie trailers. We review review movies, television shows. Um, I've got a almost weekly article that I write um, about comic books and kind of the world of comic books because that's one of my passions. So, you know, 
that's what the website is. We we have a grand time doing that. And uh, if you like geek stuff, we probably got something you'll like. So check us out. It's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, tell us about the the show. You and Keith and I. I in Brittany. Brittany, I keep yeah. forgetting her name. Tell yeah. us about that. Well, um, Keith Moncrief, who is a geeks geek, he's a man among geeks. This man knows just about hey, everything. And I, I was telling you before, but earlier, it's like Keith. We've we've talked to Keith a few times um, at different comic cons and that sort of thing, and it's like his brain is an. It's a. I don't want to say it's scary because he's not scary, but his level of knowledge. Is scary, and yes. he has that. It's like that. Um, ready for this one? He has, as Michael Jordan is to being able to play basketball and dunk from the free throw line, and hit clutch shots and win championships. Keith's brain absorbs all facts that are well of things he likes, and yes. here he goes. Like it's unbelievable to me well and not only that but keith has a great presence yes um keith has yeah. some acting experience and keith knows podcasts and everything else so hooking up with keith was a very natural feel one because keith's just a great guy but like you said he's just plethora of knowledge so um shouts out to keith because yeah. keith is just uber awesome he's the man. he is he is yes. the man in the geek area if you're in um the southwest missouri area and you're a geek of any kind you've probably met keith and he remembers who you are and where he met you it's just unreal wow um also working with uh britney greer of american wasteland entertainment which is um a, a great video site that where they've done some uh different web series and stuff that are just phenomenal and Brittany's actually been nominated for a an award for being a director that's awesome then they have a youtube channel they do have a youtube channel is it american wasteland american wasteland yes on youtube so folks check that yep. out check that out because they're they're awesome their um drifter series is phenomenal and everything they've done i've enjoyed that the drifter series the two seasons of uh, drifter are just amazing um, so the three of us got together and decided we wanted to do basically a talk show. And so we're doing a video talk show. We're probably going to add a podcast element to that. And basically we're going through and talking about the news. We're going to have guests. Hopefully we can get you guys to come on at some awesome. point with yeah. us. Cause that would be We'd phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and then people can actually see what you guys look like. So I know well. it may be a little scary, but <laughs> I have a face for radio. I don't know if that's well. a, a positive or a negative, but <laughs> yeah. So, so we're doing this because we wanted one of the ideas was to bring light to other people in the region doing things so we can interview people that are doing really cool stuff like the horrible movie podcast get everybody out there and plus just doing a talk show is fun so we're not only having guests but then we're all going to play games with the guests kind of like via um the tonight show because yeah. i thought well if jimmy can do that i can do that well crud that's <laughs> exactly that looks easy come exactly. on jimmy fallon can do it i can well, do if it. jay you should should have said if jay could could do it because jimmy obviously is super talented well that's true. i shouldn't say that about jay leno <laughs> <laughs> well and jay didn't play that many games so well he but, yeah, but he uh jay but, but yeah if jay can do it because carson it, was so. uber talented carson was like oh my gosh he was the man he's playing drums like he's unbelievable like he's unbelievable and Jay's a stand-up comedian, but he's a working man. Like, he's hard work. That's true. And he, hey, he can rock, Jay Leno can rock denim on denim better than anybody ever. <laughs> Has anyone ever rocked denim on anyway. Um So. Yeah, phenomenal. So, so the three of us decided to make this. We, we've just now launched it as of last week. There is a YouTube channel for um, 
for Titans of the Fantastic. Titans of the Fantastic. I bet Keith could. Oh my god! Totally yeah. give you a bumper on that. Well, and like we're going to do levels. that most definitely because he's got the voice. There's your audio right there for him on that. So, <laughs> um, comic books. What would you? What would you say? Okay, let's let's before we go to comic books, let's do this, and maybe we do a, go to comic books. What What do you feel like? Um, what's your biggest uh, in the in the geek world? What's your favorite part of that world? Yeah, if you were to say a favorite part. If you could talk about one thing forever, what would it be? <laughs> it probably would be comic okay, books. Well, let's and, and the okay. reason why yeah, let's is, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of entertainment when I was growing up. Middle of nowhere and then out in the country of middle of nowhere is right. where I grew up. So, yeah. um, I mean, I know you guys understand that. But um, so comic books were kind of my world. I'd go to the grocery store, buy comic books um, when if I was good and I wasn't causing a problem in the grocery mm -hmm. store. My yes. mom would let me get a comic book at yes. the end. You would sit at the comic book rack and just read. Did, did it have so, a rotate? Where, where was this at, by the way? I'm uh, from a little town called Mountain View, Missouri, which oh, is in the Mountain middle View. of nowhere. Yeah. So where are you from? Lockwood, Missouri. So, okay. You, okay. I so, always say Mountain View is in the woods, but Lockwood's just in the field. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> exactly I, right. S&H Farm Supplies yes, in Lockwood. So that's a big deal. Yes, it is. But it's a... You know, it's, well, it's quite four, a community. It's four miles out of Lockwood, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's in the area. Okay. <laughs> On the Golden City side? Oh, or the, um, which, which, which direction? Greenfield it, side or the Golden it, City side? is on the south side but of you, oh, Lockwood. But where but, you're oh, from? I, I grew up um, between Golden City and Lockwood. Okay. Actually, All right. the first five years of my life the was suburbs. in Golden City. So. You grew up in yeah, the suburbs. I did, yeah. 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 I was, the Lockwood I was, suburbs? I was eight miles out. So Whoa, we weren't even on the same phone line as kids in school because oh we were on the Golden gosh. City phone line. We were so far out. The cookies, so, yeah. the cookies uh, cafe. The cookies. Oh my gosh! The cookies yeah. cafe phone line. Shout out the cookies. Man, cook cookies is phenomenal. If you're ever in Golden City, folks, not sure if you ever will be. <laughs> but cookies is unbelievable. Their pie is unbelievable. Anyway, their pie is notorious. So tell us about the rotating comic book rack. Oh, is it rotating rack? Well, or was it a? It was actually a, the a magazine stand. stand. Big okay. magazine stand there. They had the rotating rack at the yeah. drugstore. Yeah, so Bowler Jack's Drug and Mountain View had the rotating rack, which was yep. like, that's awesome. Continue. So, you know, you would just sit there and read comics while your parents shopped, and if you were good, then you got to take one home with you for whatever it was, 35 cents at the time or whatever. And so that developed a real passion of mine uh, to read comic books, especially the Marvel side, as we were talking a little bit with Peter Parker, it was just a really relatable character to me. So, because he was always down and out, his life was always terrible. But then he got to be the superhero, and he kind of lived that double life to yeah. a, a new level. And I always thought that was phenomenal. And I just love that he had to make those hard choices. To uh, does he go out with the girl that he's wanted to go out with forever? Finally, getting the date with her, and he has to stand her up because Doc Ock's attacking the city. Or you know, the, what's his choice there? So, so comics has always been my thing. It's cool. Um, favorite comic? Uh, uh, maybe not series, or maybe, you said Spider-Man's your jam, probably yep. right. Yes. Um, a a maybe a favorite run of Spider-Man that's that's your favorite or favorite storyline that's happened. Boy, that's hard to do. I didn't mean to. No, that's all right. Uh, Phil, I, I, you, Phil surprised me a couple years ago when Miles Morales was doing his thing. Yeah. Phil really bought into Miles Morales' Spider-Man, which I, I was kind of like, eh. 
people are always asking me like what my favorite comic book character is. I read about 15 or 20 mm-hmm. comics a month. Um, and my go-to answer every single time is Miles Morales. He's He's been my number one favorite as soon as he came out. Um, I just really like, I have like a Miles Morales t-shirt and the action figures. I mean like, it's, I'm all in with him. And so, um, so yeah, I just really, really like, I mean, since Brian Michael Bendis mm, created right, the character right. and he was in the ultimate universe before Cataclysm, before everything happens, uh, I've just been following him ever since. I have every copy of every comic book that he's, wow, that that's he's dedicated. So, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. I really like him a lot, but I mean, i just, just since the, I guess reboot, like post, um, Dr. Octopus embodying yep, <laughs> Peter yes. Parker. People are like listening to this going like, what? But um, I, I've read the Amazing Spider-Man issues since then. So since they went back to number one. Right. So I've, I've only, I'm, I'm relatively new to Amazing Spider-Man, but that's, that's I've read like the last 30 issues or whatever that they've had of, of him. So well, let me say the older stuff I feel is better. Mm-hmm. What's going on right now, I, I like Dan Slott who's writing yeah, Amazing yeah, Spider-Man. Uh, I don't really like this almost 80s Tony Stark like Peter Parker as much. Mm-hmm. So I, I prefer the, you know, not necessarily down and out, but I always like Peter Parker having to have some sort of struggle in life and, you know, wait, having wait. all these millions of dollars yeah. flying around the world. It's kind of like, oh, when did you become Tony Stark? I don't did, know. Did you know that, Jack? He, Peter Par- the current Peter Parker is like a gazillionaire. Like he has tons of money. That would he, make sense. Yeah. Right. We're, I mean, over time, <laughs> I mean, he's eventually super, Peter but, Parker's going to, I mean, he's super. He is. He's, it, would you call him as... Is he a genius? Would you say Peter Parker's genius level? Uh, I would say so. I mean, he, he's not... Is he Bruce Wayne level genius? <laughs> I think he's, he's more scientific. He's above Bruce Wayne. Now, as far as knowing how to handle money, he's probably not there. No. Okay. okay. In fact, he's kind of his business is kind of tanking right now. A lot of, of what you said about the management of, li- of, of a dual lifestyle, yes. like he's not, he's not managing it very well. Yeah. Um, and and I think he he was had Octopus Doc, Doc, Doc Ock not uh, created that fran- franchise that he basically inherited right, by b- right. coming back into his body. I know it's it's weird comic book stuff. <laughs> uh, he inherited this 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 um, monolithic franchise of wetware is what it's called but it's like or no webware webware um, yes <laughs> uh like all, he owns all these like gadgets he's basically like the apple of the marvel universe like creates all these phones and watches and devices and stuff like that they're yeah. they're adopted worldwide but he didn't create any of it really i mean he he's inheriting a lot of it and then it's kind of going downhill since he took took over so um i mean the business sense of him He's just not there. He's not Tony Stark in that way. Right. But, but I get what you were saying about he, how he is like Tony and his wealth and all that. Did you did you like the new the Spider-Man Homecoming movie? Actually, I loved it. I, I felt really connected to it. And part of the reason was Peter Parker was my Peter Parker. This is the guy that I grew up with, which they hadn't really been able to put on screen oh, yet. Oh, no, but hey, that's that Pleasantville Peter Parker that Tobey Maguire played. <laughs> I I just loved how mopey and sad. And oh, my gosh. Meh. The, we did the emoji movie recently on here, and the Tobey Maguire is kind of the meh emoji. <laughs> Anyway, that, that third one of Spider-Man three. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't know. I was more heartbroken by a movie that that was just terrible. I was so excited for it. And then I went in and went, really? <laughs> this is your venom? Really? I'll give this you is, a, I'll give you a positive for that, though. We on this podcast are very big Wings fans, the TV show Wings. Yes. Um, and anytime Lowell from Wings has a job, I'm excited, Larry. I'm very excited about Lowell. 
having employment, even if he has to be Sandman. But and he was he was actually probably the best part of that movie. I thought his Sandman was actually pretty decent, but uh, but yeah, it, it was just a stinker of a movie. But uh, but the Topher, new Topher has Venom was bad. The the Homecoming I thought was really good. There were things that I as a fanboy. I did not like certain aspects of it. I don't like Aunt May being gorgeous. I, mean, I did not mind looking at her. She's younger and younger and younger. She's going to be the next in, uh, incantation of incantation. That's a that's a to our movie. Sorry, incarnation, not incantation. That's part of Supergirl movie. Anyway, um, the next incarnation of Spider Man, you will see. Um, Aunt May will be the same age. <laughs> She'll be in class with Peter Parker. That's, that's very possible. Anyway. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but the Vulture in that movie, good. Oh my gosh! Michael Keaton is awesome. He is. I'm like, dude, you could still be Batman if if uh, if Batman comes open, which you know those rumors are going around. Yeah, bring him back. Just if you want an older Batman, here you go. Bring back Keaton. He's just so good. They could do like a Dark Knight Returns. Oh, yeah. Older Batman with him. That'd be awesome. That uh, would be awesome. Let me uh, chase a quick rabbit. Uh, a pitch for a Michael Keaton movie that I, uh, I w- I've wanted to see for a while. And it came on. It's on Netflix, right? Or is it on Hulu? One of the two. Founder, which is the McDonald's story about Ray Kroc. Oh, yeah. Michael Keaton is awesome in it. And you'll never look at McDonald's the same way. You'll be like, well, okay, well, rough. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it, it's interesting it's interesting did, did you see Birdman um Birdman no yeah. I didn't see Birdman no I did not see Birdman um where, that's what it's where called, he, right yes he, he is uh he played a superhero in a show correct right and right. then he is mm-hmm. feeling like he's becoming that we don't want to spoil Birdman I guess for people maybe yeah. for me I don't maybe I mean, it for the myself. premise is like he was it's not that different than his actual life. Like he, he was like a, a very, he is known for playing a prominent superhero right. in films and stuff like that. And it is now like way past his prime and still like trying to f- find his value in entertainment society. And like, is trying to do the stage play. Gotcha. And it, I think one of the cool, the coolest things about the movie, my, my wife did not like the movie. I loved it. Um, is that it's a one shot. Like it's right. one camera, like, it, like the, the camera never stops filming type of thing. Like it just follows you around and there's no break from like one scene into another ever. I think maybe it happens once or something, but wow. Um, it's, it's a phenomenal movie. It's really good. It's cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, Supergirl. Supergirl. Helen Slater as Supergirl. Um, Casting-wise, she's not ugly. I will say that. I can say that about her. Uh, she's not an ugly person. So good job on the casting on that. Um, Christian Slater's sister, by the way. I didn't know that. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? In fact, in the movie Legend of Billie Jean, they both are there together playing siblings. That's cool. Oh, man. Right, well, yeah. even better. Yeah. So Supergirl the movie... Um, we'll come back to this on Friday, but um, we you chose this movie. Let's and I'm gonna say why, but not in like a why did you do this to us moment. Because I will say this: I I enjoyed watching this movie, and I watched it when I was pretty young. Right. But I haven't even went back at all since. Maybe it was on like a TBS rerun scenario, you know? Right. Yes. That I saw it again later in life, but I haven't seen it since that moment. And but. Um, why Supergirl? You know, we were just talking about comic books being one of my great passions. 
for some reason, the female characters have always been things that I've gravitated towards. I've got Peter Parker, but, you know, I've always enjoyed Black Widow. I've always enjoyed Supergirl in the comics, Wonder Woman. So the female characters have some sort of pull for me. So I was like, well, you know, here is a classic 80s, which I'm a big 80s guy. So classic 80s movie, but just horrible. Yeah. And I'm like, let me go back and rewatch this and see if it's as bad as I remember. And it, it is, unfortunately. It is unfortunate. And the other thing was my daughter, went, my daughter's 16, mm -hmm. Natasha. Shout out to Natasha, cheerleader at Glendale. Um, she was a huge Supergirl fan for a while. And so I started when I started back into comics, because I got out for a while, came back in. Having kids, for some reason, you don't have money to buy comics or something. Um, so came back in. And one of the first things I picked up was Supergirl because yep. I wanted my daughter to experience comics like I did. And she was really digging it, enjoying it. And then Planet Comic Con in Kansas City, which we just talked yeah. about, had Helen Slater coming one year. And this was years ago. And my daughter was so excited. She wanted to go meet Helen Slater. She hadn't seen the movie. She just knew that she played Supergirl, yeah. which was she was pretty phenomenal. And then so my daughter and I went and we stood in line. I don't, I'm not a big pay money to meet the celebrities guy. Some people love that. I just, you know, I like to meet you. Hey, how you doing? But I don't need to pay you $40 for an autograph. Right. Some people love that. I don't have any problem with it. That's just not my thing. But I was willing to dish out money that we didn't really have to be able to, uh, Go it and meet her and get her autograph, yeah, get a picture. It's your daughter. It's my daughter. You're right. going to do that for your daughter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so we stood in line for a long time. My daughter wore a Supergirl costume. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. And went up there. Helen Slater's eyes just opened wide up. She was just enthralled with my daughter standing there in a Supergirl outfit. She looks at me, and I don't know if I look like I was poorer than I was or what, but she's like, if, if you can't afford a picture, that's okay. I'll just give you a picture. I'll give you the autograph. Why don't you bring I'm like, we've already, you know, we're fine. We can pay for this and all this. But she brought her back, took her picture with her. And it was just a phenomenal moment. That's, it was one of those, that is awesome. One of those times where you're like, oh, here is a star that actually likes her job. She doesn't really care about the money. She's doing it. I mean, she's getting paid to be there. She's getting money per autograph. Right. But she's got a line. And she doesn't. That's not really her focus. Her focus is really meeting people and kind of connecting. And the fact that my daughter was there really was a huge connection for her. So that had a special place in my heart. Right. So I'm like, well, let's go back and give it a chance again. Even though I think Rotten Tomatoes has this movie like at 7% Seven, or something. 7%. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's understandable after yeah, watching it again. Just the, it's just a man. And there's a, we'll get into the reasoning behind it being... Because some of the things I read about what some of the actors said, some of the direction was not as uh, not where they wanted it to go. Right, so. right. Um, so, Phil, Supergirl, do you have a trailer? I do. Were you able to find one? Or we can just act one out, I guess, if we had to. <laughs> I, now, I will say that that actually might be a fun segment on here. Maybe we add that segment to the Tuesday episode where we do, act it out. Do you want to be Zoltar or I'll be Zoltar. I? Uh, Well, Shakespeare in the park. I'm... Peter O'Toole. Um, now I must go to the Phantom Zone. Holy crud, Peter O'Toole. Crawley. Sorry. And scene. All right. Supergirl. She came halfway across the universe. Sort of. In search of a cosmic power source that could save her world from destruction. That was lost by... Who is she? 
Because an artist. You know, I think I recognize the costume. From the producers of Superman, <laughs> Alexander Solkind presents Supergirl in her first <laughs> Playing out of the water. Yes. <laughs> wait a minute, wait one minute. I mean, you can do the whole number, leap tall buildings at a single bound? You can look right through things? Yes. Ben steel bars? Yes. Like Superman. He's my cousin. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Whoa, dish. Sent to Earth on a secret mission. With a Fitbit that, that flashes. <laughs> diabolical villains. I'm considering nothing less than world domination. I'll settle at world domination. <laughs> Unspeakable evil. <laughs> Capture the lightning with your telephone pole. Look at that. Expelliarmus. <laughs> Lots of that. Look at this. Woo! <laughs> oh. And super action on a soundstage. <laughs> We're gonna move some stuff around yeah, really exactly. fast, really fast, and speed up the camera work. <laughs> Switchblade. Me. Is that your fun, Selena? The game is finished. Selena. Selena. I don't yep. know why she's not flying there. Josh. <laughs> Starring Faye Nunaway. And now Selena. I am really upset. Uh -oh. My neighbors know the criminals, the corrupt, the evil. They're here over the hill there. With no way out. And scene. <laughs> What's in it for me? <laughs> me. And Snake. Brenda Vaccaro. <laughs> Mark McClure. Jimmy Olsen's in this film. He is. Hart Buckner. Touchdown. Is he the boyfriend? Yeah, yeah. Default. He's the default and boyfriend. Helen Slater as Supergirl. Super Slater. <laughs> so introducing, I mean, she wasn't a... Unknown actress. actress. Yep. Demi Moore. Uh, Demi Moore was in the running for this, and... Who was the other one? Brooke Shields. Yeah. And they, they're like, well, they kind of know who those people are. Demi Moore, what had she been in? What, what was Demi Moore in before? Like in 1984? I don't know. She was known she wasn't, at that but, point. But they knew of her. Right. And Brooke Shields was. That, right. That oh, was yes. still kind of close to. Anyway, Helen Slater, they wanted a relative unknown, I guess, is what they were said, what I read. But anyway, beautiful. It's good stuff. Good job, Larry. Way to pick. This movie is very worthy of being on this podcast, but but the content is good, timely right now. We're oh, yeah. still in the middle. When's Justice League come out? November. Yeah, soon. So this will be good. Yeah. Lead up to that. Um, coming off the heels of Wonder Woman. What do you think about Wonder Woman movie? Wonder Woman was fantastic. I mean, Just amazing. My wife liked it. She doesn't like superhero action movies. My wife loved it. And I think it's this, that you... This is how... how um, I don't want to say tone deaf. I, I, this is how blind people are to, if you will make a good movie with a strong female lead yes. that everyone can go watch and appreciate, and you're not beaten over the head with some trope that you don't really want to hear about, you know? Right. You can make a, a kajillion dollars. But it's 51, women make up like 51% of the human population. Why won't you make movies? I mean, that, that, that could cross over more. I mean, it's right. like crazy to me. Well, because little boys won't buy the action figures, so that's what we're really focused on. How about the little girls buying the action Absolutely. figures? Absolutely. Good grief. I think my son would. 
I mean, he he has a couple Wonder Woman Legos yeah, already. So right, you know what I'm saying? She's tough. She is. She's 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 awesome. Not as awesome as Supergirl though. <laughs> she cannot just naturally. Can this Wonder Woman technically fly? She can now. They have her fly. I haven't seen it. Oh. You haven't? I, I saw. I haven't seen it. Oh well, yeah. uh, don't worry about it. You don't need to see it. It's not very good. <laughs> I heard it's phenomenal. We don't want to tell you anything about it. Uh, Anyway, all right, so Supergirl on Friday. Uh, Larry, are you okay spending the night here for a couple nights? You bet I am. Okay. Um, We'll get you a a pallet over here. We'll make a pallet. And then Phil will come up here tomorrow sometime and bring you you like like chicken strips or... Chicken strips are good. Coffee. Coffee is needed. Lots of coffee. As long as I got Wi-Fi and coffee, I'm good to go. We have dial-up and instant coffee. All right. (laughs) If you're not hearing the little sound the dial-up makes, (laughs) you're not. (laughs) And you look over. Is that a a cappuccino machine? (laughs) Nope, it's my dial-up. All right. All right. So see you on Friday, Larry. All right. Looking forward to it. The greatest movie ever. Ever starring Helen Slater. All right. <laughs> the Horrible Movie Podcast is powered by RevolverPodcast.com and Orange Tie Web Design Marketing and Branding. The Horrible Movie Podcast can be heard on great stations like 105.5 KFGM in Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula, 88.1 KZGM, South Central Missouri's public radio station, and weekly contributions on KPOV 88.9 High Desert Community Radio. Listen to us on iTunes, thehorrormovepodcast.com, revolverpodcast.com, and anywhere podcasts are found. 